peoples of the worldwide federated internet what's good Internet, internet, internet. Order in the court. I say again, order in the court. Wow. So I'm going to get right to it. It's a lot of things going on. It's a lot of people who are going to disagree with things I'm about to say. People on the left and the right. I will start this out by saying... Um, because some people listen to my podcast and you might not know my political leaning. My political leaning is I believe the Bible. Now that's going to sound strange to you. And you're going to say to yourself, what do you mean by that? I am politically unaffiliated and have been since the day I could vote. I have conservative leanings because some of those conservative principles align with some biblical principles. Now, I always like to preface that because that does not mean conservatism is biblical. Those two things are two separate things. But if people were to look at my belief, they would associate those beliefs with conservatism because, again, I'm going to state this for you, there are some conservative values that align with biblical values. And I always like to make the distinction of what I am because we are in a politically polarizing atmosphere. I stand by what I believe. It does not believe it does not mean that I'm always correct. For instance, the election I believe and still stand by there should have been more legitimate DOJ investigations into a lot of things. I believe uh, these affidavits and, and, and some of these accusations should have been heard. I believe it should have been played out in court. And it's my personal opinion that it was a misstep by the Supreme Court. There are things that I saw that 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 lead me to believe that there were some things wrong, whether those things that were wrong resulted in the election going in one way or another is not the argument. The argument is we should have an election integrity. Voter ID should be a thing. It should be a thing. Voting in person should be a thing unless you are in the military. Right. You're stationed somewhere other than the state you are resident of or you're overseas or you are a civilian working overseas and can't make it back to the United States to vote. Those are the only times absentee ballots should be used. Maybe there's an argument for another case that I don't know of. I'm, I'm not saying I'm all knowing. I always make make that known. We should have voter integrity, period. Because what you see, what what you've seen playing out over the, the past, I'd say, four years is people that don't trust their 
election process. If you don't trust your election process, there's no confidence in your laws, period. If we don't have a confident and competent election process, then our constitution means nothing. It's, it's just a piece of paper, man. There's so much to get into. Um, I'm a, I'm a unique character in that when I look at things, I try to look at things without a partisan lens. That doesn't mean I don't have my leanings and I always make that known. And what I see going on right now, there's no justification for what happened at the Capitol building. With saying that, there's going to be no buts. Because one of the things that annoyed me to no end during the, the BLM and Antifa riots were people who said, yeah, you know, rioting is bad and destroying businesses are bad. But what you got to understand is there's no buts, no justification for that. Now, we can sit here and discuss um, why people felt like they had to riot right? Both BLM and Antifa. We can discuss that why, why they felt like they had no other, no other option, but having that butt in there, but nah, there's going to be no, no justification for that. So you're not going to get any butts from me. I'm going to tell, I'm going to tell my, my, my people who are Trumpites. And when I say Trumpites understand, I always make this distinction when I say that, because some people are going to take that as a disparaging term. I say that because people who are 100% behind president Trump are not Republicans. I, I, I think something else is going to come out of this. Um, I, I personally think this is just my thoughts. I'm no, I'm no, I always say I'm no prognosticator. There's a lot of people who make predictions and say, this is going to happen, or that's going to happen, or this is going to happen. I can't say what's going to happen. I am not a prophet. I, I do not have the gift of prophecy. I cannot foresee the future. I can look at events and make assessments just a normal guy on the internet sharing my thoughts and making assessments. I believe it is going to be hard, hard for mainline Republicans to ever be elected moving forward. Just my thought. Now, there's some people that believe there's some uh, there's a grand plan and there's something in play behind the works and X, Y, or Z is going to happen. I always say this. All of that stuff is definitely a possibility, but I can't say emphatically that these things are true. I can look at circumstantial evidence and I can say, yeah, you know what? This is a, this is a possibility. It's not out of the realm of possi possibility. I try to be rational in my approach. And that rationale is not, is not meant to be taken as sitting on a fence. Things that I'm passionate about, I, I passionate about, I stand behind. I stand behind the fact that the most high God of heaven and earth created everything that we see and don't see. He created it all. I, I, I stand behind and I believe emphatically the Bible is 100% unadulterated truth. I will not budge on that. Right? So I have no problem with, with, with having a, you know, a, a belief system. 
right? I have no problem with having faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and standing on that. I stand on that. When it comes to men, I take a biblical approach to this, right? And it's the biblical approach I take. The Bible says in the book of Jeremiah, and I've, I quoted this verse, you've heard me quote it on this podcast, even though this is not my biblical podcast and I always give this caveat, but I am a Christian and all of my views are informed and filtered through the Bible. The Bible says, cursed be the man that trusteth in man and maketh flesh his arm and whose heart departeth from the Lord. It's in the book of Jeremiah chapter 17. Go read it. Good book. Good chapter. The whole Bible is a good book. Everything in it is good. Good for you to know. Good for you to read. And you find legitimate, unadulterated truth. You find the truth about humans. You find the truth about our sin, about our shortcomings, the truth about the most holy, most magnificent, most merciful and most gracious, most high God of heaven and earth. And the Lord Jesus Christ, who shed his blood for our sin. Again, this is not my Bible podcast. And I understand you come here for my thoughts on other things, but I have to lead with these things. So you understand where my leanings come from. What happened yesterday? Bonkers. Nonsense. If if you're a Trumpite, again, not disparaging, there's people who support Trump that are not Republicans. And that's why I say Trumpite. I just don't know Trumpite, Trumpist. I don't know what else to call it. And you went to that rally, the organizers, the people around. You should have anticipated antagonizers, whether we can debate whether it was Antifa who infiltrated, which is always a possibility, 100% always a possibility to make you look bad. What you had to understand is you don't have the media on your side. You don't have social media on your side. You have Mark Zuckerberg saying that he is going to ban uh, President Trump from Twitter. I mean, not from Twitter, from Instagram and from Facebook. You have Twitter locking out the, the account of President Trump. What do you think is going to happen to you? You got every single news organization going in right now. You don't have the establishment. You don't have uh, uh, mainstream news behind you. You don't have widespread support among uh, let's say among the media masses, I'm not saying that there's no support for your cause, but I'm saying you don't have the visible heart tugging emotion making support. You don't have that. So what should have happened is people should have moved a lot wiser. I said this, um, and I don't know that this would have had any effect. I'm Monday morning quarterbacking here. I will fully admit I am Monday morning quarterbacking. I'm telling you I am because I am not one of these dudes who can make broad sweeping predictions emphatically. This is going to happen. That's going to happen. That will require me being a prophet, which I'm not. So for me to make an emphatic prediction and tell you that 100% is true will be me bearing false witness. I am not a prophet. I'm just telling you, these are, these are the biblical principles that I live by, that I do my best to live by. It wasn't always that way. 
trust me, God has broke me down and has humbled me and, and let me know I am a fallible man. I am not the infallible God. What Trump supporters, Trumpites should have done is gone into this protest, right? Because we have a first amendment right to protest peacefully should have gone into this understanding. Okay. We understand that we don't have the establishment media behind us. We understand that we do not have establishment politics behind us. We understand the perception we have worldwide. What we have to do is we have to go into this protest very wise, very peaceful. And I'm not saying because I know someone who was at the protest and, and I've heard some things said from this person. And what this person has said is at the protest, um, people were generally peaceful during the, 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 the speech. People were generally peaceful. Nobody really had cell phone service. Nobody knew what was going on in the, in the Capitol until hours afterward. Right. So I'm not, I'm not convinced that the, the, the greater crowd, you know, uh, at large knew what was going on, but let's just say the people who are around the Capitol, once people started breaking into the Capitol, in my opinion, the rational people should have dispersed and went the complete other direction. Now, again, this is me Monday morning quarterbacking. I am Monday morning quarterbacking, and I'm admitting this to you. I'm saying this after the fact. Who knows how you will react in a moment? And I always say this. It's easy for me to say something after the fact, but who knows how I would react in the heat of a moment? Now, me personally, I, I try to be more rational in my approach to situations because I realize as I get older, anger is an emotion. Is there a time to, to, to be angry about something? Yeah, there's times to be angry. Uncontrolled rage is not helpful. Is not helpful at all because when you have uncontrolled rage, you can't think clearly. Your decision-making skills are widely impaired. And you almost, it's almost like you're, you're, a, you're a directionless person. You're just randomly doing stuff of which none may help you and much may actually hurt you. That's what happened yesterday, in my opinion. This is just my opinion. And this opinion is going to make some on the on the, the, the right side of the aisle mad. And I understand that. But you got to hear me out. If there was if there was any legitimacy to to uh, Trump's objections to the election, what happened yesterday forced his hand and you, you can hear it in some of the things he's saying because of what people did, his hand was forced and he had to do some, a little bit of backstepping and a little bit of conceding. 
people are calling Pence a traitor. Okay, I don't know Mike Pence. I don't know him personally. Um, I don't know any of these politicians personally. And I'm telling you, this is something that God really early on this year dealt with my heart about. I'm just telling you me personally. I'm not telling you what you have to think. There are many politicians who politically do things that I do not agree with, nor do I align with that I believe personally is the wrong direction. And some things I believe is immoral, but I don't know them as people. I can say some of their decisions run contrary to the Bible, right? And I can say some of their decisions are wicked, but I don't say that from a standpoint of finger pointing. I say that from a standpoint of truth, like this is just the truth. But as a person, I don't know you. I don't know these politicians. I believe some of them are unwise and I believe some of them are not particularly smart when it actually comes to politics. It's my opinion. That's not an attack on them personally. I don't know Mike Pence. Mike Pence is a professing Christian. Is he is he really a Christian? Is he not? Is he not a Christian? I don't know that man's heart. I don't know his heart. What I did yesterday is I put myself in his shoes and I told myself, what would I do if I was Mike Pence? This is what he said. The words out of his own mouth. He swore an oath to the Constitution. Now, there's there's those that believe Mike Pence is compromised. He's this and he's that. All I'm telling you is I don't know that anything that I that I that I don't have, you know, in the Bible, this is what's funny in the Bible, even in the, in the Old Testament. God established a a means by which you deal with with people judiciously, and it always had to be two or more witnesses. And I think the principle, what God was trying to show us is missed in that. What God was trying to show us is that one, the Bible says the heart is deceitful and desperately wicked above all things who can know it. And I think the principle that God was showing us is you can't just trust people sometime on their word. You're going to need a little more than that because people are evil. People are wicked. And there's a saying, um, um, it's not a Bible verse, but I can see this truth borne out in different Bible accounts. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. Look at what happened to King Saul. Why did Saul want to kill David? And again, I I understand this is not my Bible podcast, but the thinking through things biblically is what informs all my thoughts. When I got saved, God just didn't save me and okay, this part of your brain and this part of your life is where your salvation is going to affect. But then when you think politically and everything else is not going to affect that. No, Christ is my life. This affects everything about me. It has changed everything about me. So when I, when I, when I look at, when I look at what Pence did, I, 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 I say this to myself, okay, let's say Pence is compromised. I don't know that for a fact. I have no proof of that. Right. I have a lot of things people are saying, but there's no evidence showing me that. Yeah, this is definitely a fact. Right. Like and this is this is so I'm I'm going all over the place. Forgive me because my thoughts are racing. This is kind of 
this is the 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 opposite of where I was with the with the election situation, right? Because I saw enough circumstantial evidence, whether circumstantial or not, evidence is evidence. I saw enough affidavits, sworn statements, statisticians, things that happen on election night. I saw enough to say, yo, something definitely went down. What it is, I don't know, but this is definitely something that we should look into. So this is the thing about about saying things about people like, for instance, attacking Mike Pence. Is he a Judas? People are calling him a Judas. Is it possible? Yes. But when there's multiple possibilities, I can't just jump out the window attacking somebody just because that's what everybody wants to do is attack this person. Right. This 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 has been my contention even even during the Trump presidency is this propensity people have to just attack him baselessly, right? Like there's legitimate reasons you could have to, uh, to attack, uh, president Trump for, for, you know, various different issues. And when people brought up those issues, it's like, yo, yeah, yeah that's legitimate. My problem was always, why, why do you guys attack him on things that it's like one, this is hearsay, unprovable, and this is not really something you can jump out the window and run with, but people did. The same way with Mike Pence, right? Okay, so going full circle here, professing Christian, he said some things uh, biblically that I, that I agree with, and he's caved to pressure at times. Peter caved to pressure when he denied the Lord three times. Is it possible that Mike Pence is a human man? who is saved, who's under immense pressure and is trying his best to balance that. I know people on the right are going to be mad at me for saying this. I'm just saying this is legitimately where I stand and what I think. Now, I will tell you, it is my opinion that we do have enemies within and enemies without the thing about the enemies without is we can see them. We know who they are. The thing about the enemies within is they're moving in silence and doing a lot of, uh, and doing a lot of things publicly and very boisterous while moving in silence. It's the duality of the attack move in silence while attacking openly. And this is why I say, what what Trump supporters should have done during that rally, individuals should have decided, yo, I'm going here. This is going to be peaceful. And when things started going crazy at the Capitol, people should have turned around and said, all right, we going this way. Whatever these people are doing that are not peaceful, we're going to try to affect them. Tell them we're not with that, but we're going to make it known. We just going to move the crowd and go this other direction, because what would have happened then is the news media would not have been able to avoid, wait a minute, so the crowd at large is like actually turning away from this and going this way, and we have these, what seems it appears to be lone wolves attacking the Capitol, but that's not the greater portion of his supporters. His supporters are actually going the other direction. It appears that they don't want any anything to do with that or any association with that. Just my opinion. Right. Like I said, a Monday morning quarterbacking. 
crazy. We are living in a crazy time. And and I and I think what happened yesterday was there was a dude. Now it doesn't matter what you think about the Confederate flag. It doesn't matter if you if you approach the idea of the Confederate flag from a historical standpoint. Perception is everything. Perception is everything. Even if you don't care about perception, even if you're at the point where I talked to a good buddy of mine about this earlier, and I, and I understand, I, I definitely understood his point, and he, and he was letting me know that people are tired. People feel like their voice is not being heard and they're tired, and I understand that. It doesn't change reality. The reality is perception is everything. To see a man, now I'm not hypersensitive. I'm, that's just not who I am born and raised in Brooklyn. You, you don't really make it long. If you hypersensitive in Brooklyn, you got to learn how to put on thick skin. I worked, I worked maintenance when I was in the military. To all my fellow vets, you know what it is when you work maintenance. If you, if you don't got thick skin, you ain't gonna last long, right? It's just the way it is. So when you see a man in the, in, in the Capitol building, holding the Confederate flag and waving the Confederate flag, giant L giant. Like it doesn't matter that I'm not hypersensitive about that. And this is what I'm explaining. And to some of my listeners, I understand that you, you're probably listening and disagreeing with, with what I'm telling you as I'm talking, but what I'm this is what I'm admonishing you. I'm, 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 I'm pleading to you to understand what I'm saying. Me and you might look at that and go, oh, just some dude waving a flag, whatever. The perception to those that are without is, yo, racists are taking the capital. What the flag represents to that man who was waving it is irrelevant. The perception is very relevant. Perception is relevant. How people perceive. Okay, so this will be this will be my 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 plea, and this is what I what I will say to my listeners. I would venture to say that most of my listeners, even on this Thinking Inc. podcast, came from my other podcast. So it's a high probability that you you are a professing believer in the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. As a believer, I'm not I'm not I'm not living my life for the sake of of men. I'm not living my life to look a certain way to men. I'm living and I'm attempting to live my life in such a way that honors God. And it does matter to me how I am perceived and and that it doesn't it do, I'm not saying it matters because I'm trying to put on a show. It matters because I am an ambassador of the Lord Jesus Christ. How I am perceived does matter. Not because of me. I'm irrelevant. I'm irrelevant. How the Lord Jesus Christ shines through me is relevant. So as believers, we of all people should understand perception. We understand that any damage to our testimony hurts our ability to reach those that are without with biblical truth. So hear me out on this. 
conversation always needs to be had. If you believe something politically and you believe you are correct and you believe that the people without and around you are, are wrong or don't understand something, how do you reach those people and rally them to your cause? There's some people that are just never going to listen to you, never going to hear you out. Bottom line, that's going to happen. How do you rally people to your cause? When I got saved, one of the biggest mistakes I made, and, I, and a lot of Christians make this mistake. You get excited. You got the truth. You got saved. You understand the gospel, what the Lord Jesus Christ did on the cross. You're so excited that you try to shove this truth down people's throats. Whether you like it or not, you need to take this. What you realize as you mature in your faith is the power is not in anything in me. The power is in God's word. The Bible says faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The Bible says the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two edged sword piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit as in a, uh, I can't remember exactly how the verse goes. Let me, I'll, I'll try to find it as I'm, as I'm talking, but the point I'm getting at is the power is not in me. The power is in God's word. And when a lot of people get saved, you know, we're zealous. We want people to be saved, but in our zeal, we push and in pushing, we're pushing what we want. We're pushing what we want to see happen. So here's the verse uh, is in Hebrews 412. The Bible says for the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two edged sword piercing, uh, uh, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and it, and is and of the joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. God's word is what pierces and gets through to men. Not me. I can't force anything. So my approach shifted. I, I realized that if 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 I'm going to reach people with the truth, I have to remove myself and reason with people. And I think what people need to understand philosophically and politically, if you have a philosophical or a political belief, you're not going to win people trying to shove what you think down their throat. How you win people is perception and reasoning. You sit down, you chop it up, you talk with them, you hear them out. All right. I, I hear what you're saying. Hear me out. This, this is what I'm telling you. Consider this. It doesn't come. When people shove back and forth, that only leads to a fight. That doesn't lead to a conversation. I know I kind of rambled and went all over the place today, but what I saw yesterday, it, it, it bothered me the same way that the Antifa and BLM riots bothered me. And what's what I find surprising, and this is the hypocrisy on the other end, is the people who justified the riots four months now all of a sudden gasp i can't believe this is happening the very news networks that encouraged the riots that had no problem with the riots 
that had no problem with violence in the streets now all of a sudden have such a huge problem with it his hypocrisy this this affected me the same way that affected me it doesn't matter it doesn't matter why people were in dc it doesn't matter uh why people are aggravated when you start going when you start going to 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 blows and when you when you start going to all right we we going to do x y and z we going to trash this we going to do this i'm like yo okay so you trying to get people to listen to you or you just want to fight like like which one is it where where are we going and i understand i hear I, I I hear my people who are who are on the conservative side right now. I, I, I see your collective brain cells popping and you're saying, but they stole the election and they're stealing the country. and We need to do this and we need to do that. I hear you. What I'm saying is. OK, I ask you two questions. What did yesterday do? What did yesterday help? Are you any closer to your cause? you any closer to your goal again you don't have the political institutions you don't have mainstream politicians you don't have the media you don't have sports you don't have entertainment you don't have the newspapers all you have is perception and reputation and up to this point there's a lot of a lot of news pundits that had their issues X, Y, Z about Trump supporters. They're this and they're that. But every time there was a there was a, a, a Trump rally, yeah, there was some skirmishes between, you know, some groups and some people. But it was never it was never something crazy. Right. It, it was always, you know, maybe people being antagonized and finally tired of it, you know, and, and, and not letting people walk over them because I'm definitely not calling for that. Not allowing people to, to walk all over you. What I'm saying is I've made this statement before and I'm going to make it again. I'm going to leave with this. I've been to third world countries. I've been to war torn countries where uh, warlords rule over certain different areas and certain different factions rule in certain different areas. A lot of people think they want revolution. They want a violent revolution. And a lot of people think revolution ends well. I've said this before and I'll say it again. It is a miracle that the American Revolution ended in the United States of America. It is a miracle that the Civil War ended in a stronger union to some degree. That doesn't mean we're going to have a trifecta and do this thing a third time and have some violent revolution or some overthrow that's going to end well. I am not a prognosticator. I'm not a fortune teller. I, I, I like, I like to believe I'm a rational thinker. I like to believe I can analyze situations and see them for what they are. This is why when I look at the election and people say, oh, everything is fine. Nothing to see here. I'm like, man, you, you got some different eyes than me because a lot went on and a lot went on that. I would say a lot of us can't trust. When you look at the Georgia election, the Georgia election looked like a mini presidential election. All of the different weird things that happened during the presidential election you saw in this Georgia runoff, which leads me to believe that, oh, here it goes. Here we go again. I'm not I don't have 
any uncontrovertible evidence that that something nefarious happened. But I have eyes. My eyes see what they see. I'm not I'm not blind. Right. I, I have some degree of perception and I can recognize ah, something. Something's not right here. Something just seems off. Now, maybe there is nothing off. Maybe I'm just seeing what I want to see. I don't think that's the case, but that's a possibility. I'm not I'm not I'm not 100 percent emphatic about things when it concerns men and flesh. I am 100 percent. Convinced 100 percent leaning on the truth of the gospel. I am 100 percent all in for the most high God of heaven and earth. The Bible is 100 percent truth. Everything else. Subjective. And if 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 your point is you believe things are going wrong, you believe things need to change, then man. If you cannot see the damage that yesterday did, you got to pay a little more attention. Again. Is it possible that there's some grand plan behind the scenes and 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 this was all, you know, some people knew this was all going to happen and things are going to work out and something. Look, if things happen and somehow there's some plan and things work out, I'll be the first to say, man, this was crazy. This was crazy how they planned all this out and did X, Y, and Z. But what I'm saying is none of we don't nobody knows that emphatically. So to rest on that emphatically, like you know what 100 percent assurance is truth. You're placing your your trust and your faith in men, in flesh. And that's the same thing I would I would venture to say. Those of us who are more conservative leaning, that's the same problem we always have is people put their 100 percent faith trust in the government. My 100 percent faith and my 100 percent trust is in God. There's some men who and some men and some women who I believe are honest and have honest intentions. But my 100 percent trust faith and what I'm resting in is not them. I don't I don't support doing that on any end. I don't support. 100% trust in a preacher. I don't support 100% trust in another believer. I don't support 100% trusting in a scientist, a philosopher, no one. I have people I respect. I listen to, I hear them out and I'm like, yo, all right, good point. Yeah, this dude might be right. X, Y, Z, but we need to get out of the business of not understanding perception. I, I, I've said this one time before talking to somebody. It doesn't matter what you want the world to be. What matters is the reality of the world you're in. Y'all know what it is. Stay frosty, people. <laughs>